Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so happy to have Pam Farrell on the show today. Pam is a best-selling author of over 50 books, including 10 Best Decisions Every Parent Can Make, 10 Questions Kids Ask About Sex, Raising a Modern Day Princess, and Got Teens? Question mark. Pam and her husband Bill have been married 41 years and have raised three sons who are now godly leaders and loving husbands. Together, they co-direct LoveWise, a ministry helping people with their most vital relationships, dating and marriage, parenting. They are frequent guests on radio and TV shows like Moody Broadcasting Network, Focus on the Family, Family Life Today, A Better Us, and 100 Huntley Street. The Farrells are international speakers and have taught marriage and parenting workshops and classes for the military, businesses, government, and churches. So Pam, I'd like to ask you some questions today. And the first one is, what advice can you share with parents of young children on how they can find extra time for themselves as a couple, possibly some unique ways? Oh yeah, that's the biggest quandary, right? Do you have a love life after kids? And you can, you truly can. In our book, Red Hot Monogamy, we talk about like all kinds of ways. There's like a 200 plus ideas, a lot of them free, but I'm just going to speak from my heart, like what worked for us when our kids were young. And one of the things that we did is we would have a list of free or nearly free places that we could go out, you know, on a date, whether that's like just walk to an ice cream, you know, or bike there, a prayer walk at sunset. We started doing that um, when we're newlyweds. We still do that today, now 41 years into marriage. So sometimes it's simple. You're sitting by the fire and just reading Song of Solomon to each other. So you can do simple and freebie. But one of the things that really worked for us when our kids were young is we always had a Thursday night date night. And most of the times we were youth pastors, we couldn't really afford to go out. About every other week, one of the youth group kids would watch our kids so we could go out and do some kind of a freebie kind of date and be out away. But a lot of times the dates were at home and we told our kids, okay, here's the deal. Thursday night is a special night for mommy and daddy. It's also a special night for you. See this Thursday night toy box? You can only play with these toys on Thursday, not any other day. And I'm going to turn on like a Christian CD or um, something like Adventures in Odyssey or one of your wonderful videos. You know, that would be what I would turn on. And then I would say, you can sit on your bed and play with these toys and you can stay awake as long as you want, but you can't get off your bed. You can't come out of your room. I love that idea. DVDs are only 24 minutes and the kids are glued to that the whole time. And then you've got another 24 minutes of them playing with their toys. And before you know it, you have date night. You know, 40 minutes to an hour was what you'd do if you went out and had dinner with your husband anyways. That's right. That's right. It's so it's simple. You use the resources that you have. And then um, as the kids get a little bit older, 
sometimes I would really get like motivated to do something creative for the kids. Like one time I looked at Bill and I always try to do two dates a week. One was like romance on Thursday night. And one was what we call a marriage meetup. And now we even have a book series, you know, for husbands and wives called the marriage meetup. And that was the business side of our relationship. And so I realized when we had our marriage meetup that, wow, for the next two weeks, our life is going to be crazy. I don't even know how we're going to get a date in of any kind. And I looked down one day and I thought, oh, Bill's supposed to be home. looks like we have about 90 minutes before he has to like do a funeral or a wedding or like something, you know, he's a pastor. And I called the boys in the backyard. I'm like, here's the deal. See this piggy bank? It has X amount of dollars in it in dimes, pennies, quarters, and nickels. And you guys can have all the money. Here's the deal though. And I broke it open. I shook it into the ice plant. And I said, you have to find all this money. And Brock, you need to add it up. And it needs to come up to at least this amount before you can come inside, guys. And then I tucked a quarter in and I walked in the house. They had fun. We had fun. It was like all good. That is such a great idea. It's something different because kids kids get so tired of the same old thing. And they love to be challenged. That's right. Sometimes it's as simple as you buying chalk, sidewalk chalk and telling all your kids that you can't come in until you each do a drawing, you know, and that's 15, 20 minutes time for adult coffee, at least. Yes. Little mini dates, right? (laughs) That's right. So my second question is, what do you think are the biggest hurdles today that parents are facing in raising their children to build that strong foundation in Christ? And do you have any suggestions for that? Right. Well, I think the number one thing is busyness. Like right now, you know, a lot of us have endured the whole pandemic, COVID. We've had a lot of together time, but as things reopen, many of us will jump right back on that crazy cycle of just go, 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 go. And some, some of the essential workers have been on like overdrive. And so they're already there. And so it's creating pockets of time that you can have family time. And uh, I call it like just those daily rhythms of life. For example, when our kids woke up in the morning, I would turn the light switch and I would sing, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. They would be annoyed, but they would get up and they would start the day with God. We would put on an audio Bible. So the word of God was just playing in the background. Then we would have a quick breakfast and we would pray scripture over each one of the kids as we loaded them into the car. I would say most days we listen to focus on the family on our drive there, sometimes adventures in Odyssey. So the radio time, even in the car, those 10 or 15 minutes, you can use that. And then at the end of the day, the same thing, we would have a quick family devotion over dinner. Usually it was like using either a really fun children's books, like you have so many of those see kids books that I just got some for my grands. And so we would read that book, you know, or maybe a Sunday school paper or a simple children's Bible. Then we would pray over each one of the kids. How was your day? talk to them. I would scratch their back as I listened to their day. And then we would pray over them, both Bill and I, and then shut the light off. And so having that morning and night rhythm really helped just kind of layer the word of God into their life. And same thing, anytime we were in the car running errands, I would have Christian music on rather than just talk shows, you know, that might be over their head. 
just working that rhythm into your family. And our kids did go to Christian school. And that's a decision I was glad that I made. When they went into high school, two of the three ended up going to the public high school because they wanted to go as missionaries and make a difference on their campus. And they ended up founding Fellowship of Christian Athletes on their campus, which went from zero people uh, to a couple hundred teenagers that came to Christ. And, and I was involved in Moms in Prayer. That's another rhythm that I recommend that you get a prayer circle around your kids because this world is crazy and going crazier. So you can build a team around you. So you're, it's not just you trying to build your kids' faith, but a lot of faithful people on your kids team. And one of the things that I'm glad that we did is we also, we like to say, put your trademark on your kids. T stands for traditions and M stands for memories. So put some highlights in the every year as well. And so traditions would be something you would do year after year. Like we always bless our kids at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, we light a candle, we put our hands on them. We pray over each one of them as individuals, and we ask God to put his favor and his covering, his blessing over them. And it's unique to each kid. So it is passing that legacy of faith from generation to generation, doing traditions like the blessing and then memories like once a year father-son camps, things like that. So put your trademark on your kids. I love that. I love that you did that with your boys and the fruit of your labor has paid off because you have three strong Christian men in the world. It's like we were celebrating birthdays. So why not celebrate the day that they were baptized? Right. That's a new birth. Let's celebrate that and rejoice that on that birthday, because that's the birthday that brought eternal life to them. Not just earthly that's life. Right. Then they get two birthdays a year. What kid wouldn't want that? And, you know, Easter, every year for Easter, I would give my kids things to help them grow spiritually. So in their Easter basket, it wasn't just candy. It would be like books like you've done with Sea Kids. That's why I bought for my grands. And it would be like a new Bible or a Bible cover or their favorite musician, you know, a CD or a DVD. So I wanted to, a new quiet time journal, anything that would help them grow with God in the next year. That's what they got for Easter. That's wonderful. That's what we need to do. It's not about the candy. It's not about these verdicts. Yes. That's, that is great. <laughs> the third question, the last question, is what resources or classes do you have to offer parents of children 10 years of age and younger? Yes. Okay. So this is how we raised our kids. 10 best decisions every parent can make. And it goes from cradle through college everything that you would need to help put that spiritual strength and stamina into your kids to pass that legacy of love to pass on faith from generation to generation it even walks you through how to share your faith and help your child make that decision for christ and so i was a co-author for raising a modern day princess but we also encourage people to use raising a modern day knight with their boys we also have a dating contract. And so a part of a lot of those kind of questions, talking to your kids about SEX, answers to have ready. We have an education contract because mom and dad don't, don't pay for sin. So we, the feral scholarship program comes with a few caveats. We want you mentored. We want you in church. 
and we want you growing in your faith. So just a, a few things to help them growing all the way through their life. The last one is Got Teens, and this one I wrote with Jill Savage, and it's like a deep dive into the teen world and into their brain, and it goes from tween, about 10, all the way through college. So those are the resources that we have pretty much been teaching on for a couple of decades now, and the fun part is 10 Best Decisions a Parent Can Make. Some of my friends bought it when it was brand new. And their kids are now married and raising their kids with the same book. I really like how you talk about a contract because raising a family is a business. That's right. It's a godly business that we're in. And we're the CEOs and we're the head of the family, the leaders of the corporation, and it's God's family. So I like that. And in my upcoming book, I talk about, you know, having decision-making tactics and a plan written down to raise your children the way they should be raised. And so I love having you on the show today. Thank you so much for all your wisdom. You are an amazing woman and you're helping us raise strong Christian kids. That is the goal. And I just want to tell all the people in your audience that the Farrells will be praying for you as well, because we need that prayer shield up for our kids. You know, we went through COVID with a mask. Prayer is much better than a mask to keep our kids safe. And what is your website again for our listeners? Uh, love-wise.com. We like to say we park ourselves on the corner of God's love and God's wisdom. So love-wise.com. And so we're going to have all of your links to your books on our website and our show notes. And let's continue to work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>